Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. You ready to get funky? Make that announcement just right in the song end. Yeah. Yeah. I know, wow. right? Yeah. Especially after that one. Yeah, yeah. that's <laughs> like we literally just start the show up for the day. Steve and Christine announces she's pregnant. I know. Who's the lucky daddy? <laughs> Guys, yeah. stop putting that out there. <laughs> Not it. Not it. <laughs> Nobody. I mean, Alicia has said that to me before. She's like, God, I just I wish that you just had an accidental baby at some point before we met and we could just be hanging out with your kid. I'm like, yeah, me too, I guess. I, you know. She's really been talking about having a kid more. Ah, she does. She does. She goes through spurts. You see, like a cute kid doing something, or you're watching TV and there's a cute kid, and she's like, and she, you know, you think it's that easy. It's kind of like when you see people uh, that love to run and they're running, and you're like, ah, I can run. I know how to run. I could do that. I could love it. And you go like 60 feet, and you're like. Oh, God, this isn't fun at all. I never think that about running. No? I, no, I, I I've wish. never thought, ooh, that looks like fun. Oh, I wish I had that drive. <laughs> I wish I, yeah. I, 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 it doesn't look like fun. It's not fun, but mm-hmm. I wish it was for yeah. me. Yeah. Don't you wish you were one of those people that could just do that? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, like, that's of course. Not... Like, there's a, a guy I see every morning who is riding his bike, and I'm like, I wish I could do that. But I can. No, you should. Uh, you should have him uh, come on over to your house and maybe talk to you about how properly to ride a bike. And the next thing you know, I'm pregnant. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I, I, I've got that forever. Oh you man! Know the minute you say something, Christine, that's really, really fun. You know, like uh, this feel one. my pants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that one in a while. Yeah. Sometimes I'll uh, whip out the old. Tickle their fanny. You know, yeah. whatever. It that might was be. like one of the first uh-huh. ones. Oh, yeah. That one and. Uh, Give it to me, stud. Yeah. <laughs> well, the tickle the fanny one's still my favorite because you thought that was the actual expression. <laughs> I yeah, and what was it? What's the real tickle expert? my fancy? Yeah, tickle oh, yeah. my fancy. That's what it is. Close. Yeah. <laughs> the first one she ever did when she slipped and we took it and played with it. Put it in now. Yeah. Steve slowed down. <laughs> it's one of my favorites. Put it in now. Yeah, that's the original. Put it in now. Zero idea what the context on that is I, I was, Yeah, I forgot what the context was. was Probably was. a pizza or yeah. something. <laughs> Honest to God. Sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> Text question of the day. This can be interesting because it's a kind of a double double sided deal. Mm-hmm. What's one thing you love about yourself, and one thing you hate about yourself? Now, you the click of six. If you're familiar. With the Ginger Ninja, which is me, uh, you'll probably recognize these answers. All right, one thing you love about yourself, one thing you hate about yourself. My uh, first one was I, I love 
when I make people laugh or smile. For it's, sure. It's and it's something I've. I think thanks to my dad and then the solid mixture of my mother because my dad was great with the dad jokes growing up and he always made my friends laugh. Then my mother was British and a little edge to Mm -hmm. her. Combine the two, you know, throw me with Connie for 20 years. Oh, yeah. Stir it in a pot. The next thing you know, you got a mixture of unique humor. So the thing I love about myself is uh, when I make people laugh or smile. Text questions, anything I love about yourself, thing I hate about yourself, hate about myself, is not the easy answer for me, what you would think is struggles with weight. Oh. It's close to it, though. Lack of workout motivation. There you go. I wish I used to have, and Steve knows this before pandemic, I was like meticulous. I was like, I'm working out, leave show, workout. You got to set my buddies. One of my best friends in the world is a trainer, Jake the trainer. And he's like, you got to make it a habit. Yeah, that's you... the biggest thing is starting it and yeah. then sticking to it. Well, when you break the habit, it's Monday, I do this. It's Tuesday, I do this. It's Wednesday, I do this. When you break the habit, you feel guilty and you just you got to make it a habit. And I just, since pandemic, can't get back into the solid habit as I try I and try. I thought you've been doing well. And I've you noticed haven't seen me naked after... yet, though. <laughs> yeah, I have. He yeah. still has some work to do. Aww. I know. Sorry, especially <laughs> on my I mean, I've been seeing you. Flipples. You know, leave here to go to the gym or Yeah, sometimes I just sit in the parking lot though. Yeah. And cry. Uh, and I'll eat like, you know, Taco Bell. It's most days. Yeah. That's my that's, that's my what you're doing. That's, I'm, I'm almost there. <laughs> or I'll go into the gym and I'll sit in the chairs next to the old ladies at my gym and watch the people on the treadmill. <laughs> and eat Taco Bell. Yeah. <laughs> the only thing I love about the pandemic is people don't treadmill next to each other if they don't have to anymore. Oh yeah. Because my arms flail when I run. So I, I, I've hit people before, so. He's like Phoebe from Friends when she goes running in the Central Park. Yeah, and they're just kind of flying around. Yep. Exactly. By the way, Friends coming out with their own line now, endorsed by all the uh, friends. Jennifer oh. Aniston and everybody. Line? Clothing line. Like uh, T-shirts and stuff with catchphrases. Like, like not the ones that we already see everywhere? No, they're just basically making money this time. And they're like, they check out their social media. There's pictures of them and all of them saying you should buy these. I definitely will. All right, text question of the day. What's one thing you love about yourself, Steve? One thing you hate about yourself? Mine is lack of workout motivation that I hate, making people smile that I love. What's What do you got, bro? Mine are kind of the same thing for both of them. Uh, the thing that I love about myself is my patience. I'm, I'm a very patient person. I can just let things kind of slowly take their course. Yeah. It's almost annoying. I know. <laughs> and then the thing I hate about myself is my procrastination. That's which is true. also very similar to patience. <laughs> now that's a double whammy. That's a great answer mm-hmm. because they're both 100% right. Yep. Like, I like wait until the last minute to do anything, but I work better under pressure, so you do it's a double-edged work sword. Better under pressure, it's still a it sounds like an excuse, but they, right. you do work better under pressure, but his and your procrastination by the way, specifically since Connie got sick uh, last year with cancer, we lost her in January, she passed. Um has gotten, and I'm not busting your chops, I'm being serious. Your procrastination has gotten ridiculously better to the degree, Christine, <gasps> where the other day Steve and I were in the elevator in our building because we're too lazy to climb the stairs. Right. Yeah. And I looked at him and I was like, dude, I got to tell you, she'd be really proud of you. And he's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, Connie, be really proud of you. You've really stepped up your game as a producer and you've been doing a great job. She'd be really proud of you. 
And this dude <laughs> yeah. starts crying like a little baby. I'm Blew like, my nose on Fisher's shirt. I know, no, like, was it about Connie or yeah. was it the compliments? Yeah. <laughs> a little of both. Yeah. I, I, I did, I, then I see his wife at this uh, thing. that We had a small thing that all of us were at, like a little pool party uh, in Connie's memory that Dan put together. And I see your wife there and I tell her about it, about how you cried. And she was like, ah, yeah, yeah. Typical Steve. Yeah, I didn't know that side of you. God, note to self. <laughs> Never compliment him via in person. Do it via email. Yeah. Right? God. Exactly. I mean, send seriously. send back a tear emoji. I know, was, I would. Yeah, it was awkward. I thank God for COVID is the only time I'll ever say this because he doesn't hug people anymore because I think he would have <laughs> hugged me. <laughs> All right, so Steve liked the Guns N' Roses song back in the day, 80s bands. Patience. Mm-hmm. Uh, procrastination is the thing you hate. Patience is the thing you love. Christine, today's text question of the day. I'm fascinated and excited to hear your answer. I decided to go a physical route and a non-physical route. Okay, so, well, the, is physical the thing you love about yourself or the thing yes, you hate about yourself? that I love. Okay. Which is I look young. No butt? one ever... Oh. What would you say? I thought she meant her butt. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know what your answer for me would be. Yeah. <laughs> um... I look young. Nobody ever, ever believes that I'm 33, and I like that I look younger. And so thank you, Mom and Dad. Yeah, I get that. (laughs) I get that totally. And, I mean, it it also helps that you're about 3 foot 8 I'm 5 foot nothing, but... Thank you. That does help. Yeah, my daughter's almost as tall as you now. <laughs> she's three now. Everybody three. is taller than me, Steve. That's awesome. All right, so you look young is a good thing, and you do. That's a great answer. And then um, what I hate is that I tend to doubt myself. So I have Aww. been trying to, and it can be like with anything. So I've been really more so the last couple of years have been trying to retrain my brain to not just go the the doubt what's route. something that you <laughs> doubt about yourself like what's i mean one of anything like, like i've doubted myself with like this job what do you I, mean like a question like am your I ability actually, or, yeah yeah i get that i can um, see that like you. really with uh, yeah <laughs> I know. yeah i mean i question that every day too. <laughs> I'm just it's kidding. not true it's not true uh, <laughs> so, God, easy joke she's gonna pull a steve right now and start crying I know, right? god i'm gonna have to hug them both okay christine i understand you're doing it you're doing it wait hold on a sec let me i got this from sweet sweet Jay. hold on Christine, you're doing a wonderful job. You are the future of radio. Mm-hmm. Please, please, please stay. Please, please, please stay. You forgot you're a superstar. You're a superstar. <laughs> Sorry, I'll add that. Those are things that Sweet Sweet uh-huh. D has said to Christine in the past four months. What has he said to fit? Yeah, if anybody should be doubting their ability to do what they do, it's me. <laughs> I'm like big dummy and no one cares about me online. She's like... What? Pr- the pretty girl. Mm-hmm. He calls me a big dummy, and I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> You're the future- what do you are a superstar? Is that what he said? Superstar and future of radio. I don't know. <laughs> he said the future of radio. Yeah, I feel like that's he hilarious. said that to her at some point. Steve, didn't he say I, that? I to believe her? that was the correct phrase he yeah. used. Yeah. You no, know, look at her. She's like, that's hilarious. Oh my god, the future of radio. You wanna, <laughs> you wanna, I, I'm the now of radio. Oh yeah. god. <laughs> do you want to cross it's out the, now. Uh, the thing Maybe you Maybe I hated? should change yeah, my answer. Change your answer. There you go. <laughs> Text question of the day we just gave you a few minutes ago. What's one thing about yourself that you love, and one thing you hate? Okay, so you can fire in with answers like Steve said, patience is he, he loves his patience and hates his procrastination. Mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't know anybody that 
know Steve that wouldn't agree with that. <laughs> uh, I actually said I like to make people laugh and lack of workout motivation. Anybody that knows me would definitely agree with that. And Christine informed everyone that she looks young, which you do, and you doubt yourself, which mm-hmm. I, which was very psychological of you because that was not what I would have thought you uh, would have said. Why? What do you think I would say? What do you hate about me, Fish? What I, are you trying to say? I don't hate Just anything say about you. Right here, right now. Say it. What do you sure. hate? What, <laughs> your face? <laughs> I, no, I thought you'd go the relationship route. Yeah, that that's also, it can fall under the the doubt yourself. Oh, yeah, you don't trust yourself with people because you're so freaky. Yeah, I get that's it. exactly what it is. So do you think, Christine uh, and Steve, uh, mm-hmm. do you guys think, that you would want to stay, that like you're like, and this isn't a political thing. Please don't make it political. Okay. Do you think you you really want to stay with the way society's going right now with COVID and Delta variants and everything else, that you want to stay in the United States of America? Quick yes or no. Uh, Just a quick one. Do, do I want to stay in the U.S.? If society were to collapse. No. Oh, if society were to collapse? No. Yep. No, probably not. So... I found this study online that looked at the best places to be, places to be if civilization completely, completely collapsed. Uh-huh. We are not in this list. I mean, we're in the list eventually, but not right away. So uh, the number one place people would like to be, and my brother's traveled a lot, and he's been there, is New Zealand. I That's that's what came to my mind. Really? Yeah, because a lot of people just have always talked about how beautiful it is it's a good way of life like people people are actually happy that live there yeah enjoy living in new zealand they have a good life the best chance of uh making it would be new zealand and that's spot on the middle of, it's the middle of nowhere has a lot of land and uh, not that many people it's an island too so mm-hmm. and yeah. that's the fascinating thing that you're going to notice here is they're all islands all the places that people want to be if society were to collapse are all islands Number one is New Zealand. Number two is Iceland. Yeah, I was gonna say Iceland's up there. Madagascar on there? Uh, UK's on there. Eh, for number three, nah. United Kingdom. I love the United Kingdom. I have yeah, my but when society collapsed, there's too many people on that island. Tasmania and Australia is on there. Oh yeah, yeah. There you go, Australia and Ireland. Okay, I could see that. So those are the places people would want to be. I found it fascinating that they didn't really. And Ireland's fun. Yeah, we did a Connie and Fish trip there a few years ago. We lost Connie to cancer earlier this year, but we had a wonderful time in Ireland. The Cliffs of Dor, and it was quite beautiful. You would really enjoy it. Yeah, I would love to go there. I just, I, I would love to leave North America. I wouldn't mind living in another country for a couple years just to experience it. I still, well, I mean, this is, it's, you're losing your window here, honey. I know. Okay, I mean, don't, don't, I mean, it doesn't matter what age. You got all sensitive then. Yeah, but your your, your status could be different. For example, Alicia loves England and I the dual citizenship yeah. that I should be doing and whatever and I haven't gotten yet. Uh, she might would if I could pitch a good angle and find a bunch of horses, she'd probably move to England. But she's a first wife. I don't even know what second wife's gonna go. <laughs> Maybe you find second wife in England. That wouldn't be surprising. Maybe some <laughs> one of my family's friends or something like or that. Maybe right? a cousin. It's hey, my third cousin. Do they do that in hot. England? You talking about Beverly, my third cousin? She's gorgeous. Oh yeah. I, I don't. I don't. I even. I, we're not friends on Facebook. She keeps blocking me and changing her account. <laughs> but she will. Uh, but England wouldn't be bad. But Australia, my brother said, is beautiful. My buddy's been to Iceland. Said it's unbelievable. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah. So I, I, I would rather go to one of these islands. But you guys would have all also because I felt unpatriotic almost that I was like, 
yeah, I, I think I'd leave the United States of America. You know, and then... I was thinking more about, what the heck? I lost my America the Beautiful, Steve. No, With the children? No, I didn't. No, I didn't. United States of America. There you go. I mean, but aren't we all really an island? Sure. I mean, technically, all the continents are islands. See? They're just really, 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 really large compared to an island. What state would you want to be in if we were, if everything were to start to go downhill? What's One with it? not a lot of people in it. Mississippi? Uh, no. Louisiana? Definitely not anywhere down south. Like North Dakota, maybe? Maine? I was going to say Nebraska. Maybe the Upper Peninsula? <laughs> I wouldn't be there, though. You don't want to be in Nebraska. I live no, there. No, I definitely two and a half don't want to be there. there. What'd you say, Maine? Yeah, like Maine, North Dakota, Upper Peninsula. Somewhere Maine would be very beautiful. remote. Yeah. Did you say with a moat? With a very, very remote. Oh, I thought you said somewhere with a moat. I know. I swear to God, he just said somewhere with a moat. I'm like, yes. why? Do you have a castle? Well, I'll dig a moat. That would be nice. I, wish, I want to stay in Steve's castle if society collapses. So, yeah, there's an uplifting conversation for you, right? Christine, it's time for us to learn some stuff. Where is knowledge coming from today? Well, considering it's National Chocolate Chip Cookie Day, it has to come from a chocolate chip. And please don't add anything to it. No raisins, no nothing. It's just, so just chocolate a, chip cookie. A chocolate chip or a chocolate chip cookie? A chocolate chip cookie. Okay. I learned something today. Every time I learn something new, it pushes some old stuff out of my brain. I'm learning. What did you learn? Ah, knowledge is a wonderful thing that can start and end simply with a cookie. A chocolate chip cookie, perhaps. <laughs> ah, the sweet, sweet smell of your cookie in the oven as it comes out and you're wondering, what is combined? Are there raisins in my cookie or oatmeal? No, it's a chocolate chip only cookie. Yum. Much like Christine, just chocolates, chips, no nuts. Okay. <laughs> anyway, as you slowly put the cookie to your mouth, what you are going to be surprised with in your savory taste glands is the sweet, sweet taste of a cookie and the knowledge it will spread to your tongue. It moves from the oven. You rest the cookie on your tongue and you let it sit there and then it hits you. Mm. You did not let your cookie cool down. Your tongue is now burning and you are in pain, screaming as the cookie slides down your throat, does a 180-degree turn past your eye socket and provides you, Christine, with knowledge. All right. I was right about it. I'm like, there's a cookie. Eat is it. my tongue still on fire? Your tongue is no longer on fire. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, the flag of the Philippines is flipped upside down when, a, when, when they are at a state of war. So if you ever... See the flag of the Philippines flipped upside down. That means they are at a state of war. Rene de Sardos, one of the most famous philosophers, had a uh, unique fetish uh-huh. for cross-eyed women. Okay. He realized uh, he had it uh, helped. It's, wait, sorry. And realizing he had it <laughs> helped him overcome it, which drove his landmark writings on the concept of free will. So he actually worked. He was the big on free will. Yeah. And he's like, I got to overcome this. I can do this. I can make it. And yeah, no longer was he into cross-eyed women. That's such a random story. There you go. I know. <laughs> James Smithson, the man who donated the money to the United States to start the Smithsonian, was British and had never visited America. No way. No one knows why he decided to give his uh, this country his fortune when he died, but he did. 
Huh. That's so weird. French American mustard was owned by a British company for 90 years until 2017 when McCormick and Company acquired it and bought it, brought it back to America, where it was originally invented in 1904. Oh. So French's American mustard was actually owned by a British company. And finally, let's talk about butter. Oh, butter. I like butter. I know, and I'm not talking about butter, the song, the BTS song. I'm, I'm talking about actual sticks of butter, okay? Did you know that East Coast and West Coast butters are different? Butter sticks are different? No. This is actually true. West Coast butter sticks are shorter and thicker. Hmm. Hmm. It goes back to the butter presses different dairies used in the mid-1900s. So if you get West Coast butter... It's going to be shorter and thicker. Which means East Coast butter is... Is it... Longer and thinner. Very good. <laughs> yes. Christine's yes. able to do opposites. Yes, very good, Christine. You're the winner. You're the winner. Let's peep what's totes trending. Totes trending. Ah, the Olympics, my friends. So, I want to give you a quick Olympic update. Now, by quick Olympic update, I mean that later on in the show, we'll uh, talk more about the Olympics. Let's talk a little bit about the Olympics from yesterday. As of midnight, here's our medal count. China, 32, 32 gold medals. Ah, ah, ah. USA, 25, 25 gold medals. Ah, ah, ah. Japan, 20, 20 gold medals. Ah, ah, ah. Australia, 14, 14 gold medals. Ah, ah. So now you know the medal count going on. Now the United States is up. Uh, that's the gold medals, by the way. United States is number one in medals. Yeah. China's having a very good year. More specifically, when it comes to the Olympics, the women are from the United States of America are really kicking butt. Yeah, like they are. Three on three women, gold, men, nope. You know, the three on three women, gold was awesome too. I think it was the first time ever. But Simone Biles is what I want to talk about on this quick little Olympic update. She placed, now we didn't, we knew this yesterday, but we didn't really talk much more about it, but she got the bronze, she sat down, she did an interview yesterday, here's a clip. I was thinking about that bronze medal and I wondered, like, does it mean more than the others? Yes, it means more than all of the golds because I've pushed through so much the last five years and the last week while I've even been here, it was just, it was very emotional and I'm just proud of myself. I didn't really care about yeah. the outcome. I was just yeah. happy that I made the routine and then I got to compete one more time. So why the beam? Because I didn't have to twist or do anything. Yeah. So it was very much at a less risk, especially if I could do a different beam dismount. What do you think the biggest misconception was about your decision? That I was at no risk and mental health isn't a serious issue. That it was basically a cop out. But the girls saw me in training, my coaches saw me in training, like I physically couldn't do it safely. And it's because I was getting so lost in the air. Now, okay, there's a couple things I want to point out here. Now, when I heard that Simone Biles talking about uh, her bronze medal win and then uh, obviously what it meant to her, when I heard she won the bronze, I was, I was like, oh, well, that's a bummer. But I want to point a couple things out. One, it's the bronze medal in the Olympics. Yeah. It's a big deal. Two, it's Simone Biles. Three, we really don't know what was going on with this. Ideas and theories about her coach or, like, you know, the whole – history of all the drama going on with the gymnasts and stuff like that. I, there's theories about it, but we don't know what was going on. But here's what's cool about Simone Biles. She's like, I just couldn't concentrate or focus when I was in the air. This 
athlete, not even woman, this athlete is so gifted that she is in the air for so long, <laughs> Just... she actually has time to think. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would like to point out, that's about as high as I can jump. You're not you're not twisting and yeah. swirling up in the I, air though. I just jumped in the studio. <laughs> Six oh, inches. I, that was that was a jump? Yeah. I thought you tripped forward a little bit. <laughs> I mean it does look I mean, like I that. see why you could confuse the two. <laughs> <laughs> okay, water bongs. Uh, <laughs> sound like I feel like I'm hanging out with Cheech and Chong over here. There's an old school reference for you. <laughs> I see why you could confuse the two. <laughs> and Steve's like, Oh, I thought you tripped. <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, thank you, Simone Biles. Good impression. Thanks. Simone Miles for doing what you did for our country. We really do appreciate it. Okay, now let's go on to another one for you. Uh, you know what? I want to do the. Uh, you know what? We're gonna do the the Yankees right now. So uh, the, the, on other end, the other end of the sports world, uh, a cat scampered onto the field of the Yankees game on Monday. Did you seen this video? <laughs> no. I did see the video. It's amazing. Where is the cat? Did the cat leave the field? No. Still there. Past the Oriole dugout. All right. Uh-oh. Now we're gonna have to pause play. Look at this thing go. This is faster than anybody on the Yankees. There you go. Oh, this poor cat. Yeah. Really pretty the scared right the now. crowd cheers. They need to open up the door. Let him yeah. in. Come on. Yeah, put him Thank in the bullpen. You. Open the door. Come on. He can give you an inning. That cat is going to be exhausted. Ouch. Oh, my goodness. Two times. The cat was right near the bullpen door, and they kept the door closed. It makes no sense. So what, the, what we're talking about is a cat that was on the field of the Yankees game on Monday. It was on there so long. First off, I'd like to point out that they were like, this cat's faster than anybody on the Yankees. <laughs> like, that's a big deal. That's how you right? liven up a baseball game and did with you hear a what, cat. Did you hear what they were chanting? No, I couldn't tell what they were chanting. MVP. Oh, that's so <laughs> nice. <funny>. Most valuable <laughs> player for the Yankees is going to be a cat. It wasn't, but it was cool. It was kind of a cute little sports nug. Let's have a quick conversation about this officer. So, have you ever got? I, I know. I think I'm almost positive Steve did. I was at at Central Michigan University where I met Connie of Connie and Fish, who we lost earlier this year to cancer. I was in a frat. I used to DJ parties, and we got noise complaints. Yeah. Did you ever get one? Yes. Ever? Yes. Okay. Definitely in college. <laughs> college, you got a noise complaint. Oh, yeah. Uh, the officers come there. Yes. And, like, were you there talking to the cops or? Yeah. Okay, were they friendly? Yeah. Were they cool? Yeah. And they said, just turn it down? Yeah. Okay, Steve, pretty much the same thing? Yeah, my friend, uh, when the cop showed up, was doing a keg stand with an uh, eye shot of the cop at the front door. <laughs> so the cop was like, come was on, dude. He's still cool about it, yeah. He's really awesome about it, but he wasn't, like, he was he was cool. Just turn it down, be good, you know? Yeah, because we were all over 21 at the time. That was our senior did year. Did he have a beer with you guys? No. Uh, did yours have a beverage with you or no. possibly come in and start DJing? No. When I was a DJ, I used to DJ parties. I never had a cop come in and say, hey, I, I DJ as well. Can I DJ for a little bit? I never have seen that happen. And I've never heard of what happened in New Jersey happening. So a New Jersey police officer shows up. He's checking in on a noise complaint because of a band playing too loud. Here's what Officer Dan did when he walked in. I walked through the crowd, went and talked to the guitarist in between songs. I said, hey, do you guys know Basket Case by Green Day? And they're like, yeah, 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 we all know it. And they go to give me the microphone. They're like, hey, do you want to sing it? I'm like, no, I'm not a singer. I'm a drummer. I'll play with you guys. Yeah, that's the cop. 
playing drums. That's awesome. With them. That he actually, actually came real cool. and played Green Day. And we don't have basket case, but he came in and played uh Green Day and just hung out with them and played drums. And it's the coolest thing ever. I I am assuming cool. Officer and his name's Officer Dan, which sounds like something like <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Rogers. Christine, I asked you earlier, what's something a job that a guy has where you find them to be very attractive in their job? Oh. Think of like that a job where they're very attractive in their job. Okay. While you're thinking about that, I'll fire it off at Steve. Steve, what's an attractive job for a lady to have for you? Uh, I always got to go with something like a librarian. I knew you were going to say yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. I like a yeah a girl that's like, um, I don't know, dressed conservatively, but knows how to party. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and those librarians sure know how to party. It's kind of like your hair. Your hairline. It's like uh, you have the mullet of, uh, it's your, It's like, a, what is that mullet? Uh, you don't have a mullet, but I'm saying oh, the mullet. Oh, uh, uh, business up front, party in the back? Yeah. Yep. You're like a girl that's business <laughs> up front. Party in the back. Hamburger. Yeah, I do. Christine, what about you? What about that? A guy. A, <sighs> and members of the Click of Six weigh in all the ways. We're going to talk about it here in just a little bit. It's interesting because I don't think there's anything in particular, but I do find that, like, Professor look kind of sexy. <laughs> like which kind with like a the young professor. Young though. professor wearing what khaki pants and uh, a shirt. Like, like the, a like a, a tweed jacket. Yeah. Had, or like a, a sweater vest, and he's got like the hot nerd glasses though. But he's like he's a really hot nerd. And he's like super smart. Yeah. So he's like uh, uh, the no, he doesn't sound like that. Uh, Christina, oh my god, I was wondering if you could stay after class. <laughs> Is that hot for you, Not you like sick that freak? Not all, you weirdo. weirdo. All right, guys, way in all the ways. We're going to talk about it next. Okay, let's have a conversation. I found this poll about the most attractive jobs for men and most attractive jobs for women. Now, mm-hmm. uh, we've talked a little bit about this. Uh, you know, The three of us have chatted about it, myself, Christine, and Steve. Steve, you like a librarian. Yeah. Christine, you like a pulse. <laughs> I said professor. Ah, professor. Oh, yeah. You like a nerdy professor. What is it for you? You didn't tell us what you what you find attractive. Uh, I'll go for the pulse route. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I like drive, determination, focus. Yeah. That gets me going. So it's going to be a job like that, like a lawyer, lady lawyer. Okay, I could see that. It's hot. That's on. That's on. Actually, on my on the list for the top jobs. Women want men to have, but for me, as like a lady lawyer, then on the flip though, elementary school teachers. I mean, here's the problem, Christine. For me, it's like a spread. Okay, so like lawyers on my list, secretaries on the list for uh, other people, for everyone else. Mm-hmm. Jobs men find attractive for women: nurse, elementary school teacher, doctor, secretary, lawyer, dancer. Dancer is sexy yep. for both sexes. Middle so. school teacher, waitress, hairdresser, and receptionist. And the secretary uh, and receptionist apparently both made the list, as well as elementary and middle school teachers. Mm. So you don't want a high school teacher, allegedly. Yeah, apparently not. Elementary (laughs) or middle. But I look at that whole list and I'm like, yep, 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 yep. I mean, where's she a waitress at? I don't know. Is it a gentleman's club? I don't know where she works. It's none of my business. It's her job. Yeah. But all those, you know, all of those jobs require drive. Uh, Lady doctor, super hot. Super hot. Oh, what's on top of my list? I'm a lawyer. Yeah, nurse. I don't know. What about uh, the other way around? The top jobs that women want men to have. Yeah, that they find attractive. Number one is a doctor. I uh, thought that's I mean, what that's, you were gonna say. No, no. I mean, I figured that would be on the list, but that's not. That wasn't my answer. Yeah, and well, your answer was uh, nerdy teacher. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, lawyers on the list for uh, a leg, you know, carpenter. Mm. 
Okay. You know, he comes to your house. He's like, mm-hmm. oh, gosh, okay. Here's what we're going to do here. <laughs> I can see that you're, uh, you got a quadrupetude of problems with your sink over there. <laughs> it's my favorite word. Yeah, the carpenter working on the sink. Yeah. See what I did there? Mm. Yeah. yeah. What, what's he doing on the sink? Uh, yes. I don't he's know. He's building something. Yeah. He's building the base around it, you slapstick. Okay, sure, yeah. That's what he's doing. Mm-hmm. He's yep. fixing your kitchen. He's carpentering it. Okay. <laughs> carpentering <laughs> it. <laughs> uh, an engineer is another one that uh, women want men to have. Engineer. Project manager. Uh, member of the Click of Six texted him with this one and is on the list. Fireman. Yep, firefighter. Construction worker. Software developer. Mechanic, and finally, the 10 jobs women want men to have that they find sexy. What was yours again? I said professor. Not on there. Oh. Uh, accountant. Why? Why? Oh, yeah. That's so boring. Why? Uh, is it, though? Yeah, I is have some boring? friends who are accountants. It's boring. Yeah, but <laughs> they can fix your money. Yeah, but. That's hot. You- and you've got more money, more money, you can buy more stuff. Mm-hmm. That's not hot to you? I mean, it's the the job itself isn't attractive. I'm surprised uh chef wasn't on there for either sex though. I find that yeah. I find that attractive. You know how to cook. I actually mm-hmm. thought that would have been one of your on on your list for sure because a guy that could, you know, have you come over and he's like chopping things up and talking to you and barely looking, you know. He's working on the carpentry on the sink while he's uh, <laughs> while he's up chopping yes. some veggies. Uh-huh. He's chopping up. <laughs> he could do it all. Yeah, he's like chopping up grapefruit juice, getting it ready to make you dinner. Exactly, and, always chopping up the grapefruit <laughs> juice. Getting get ready to make you dinner over the fire pit or whatever. I don't know how it works. It's oh. cooking. It's, it's confusing to me all the time. So yeah, there's your list. Uh, top ten jobs and women women want men to have: doctor, lawyer, carpenter, engineer, project manager, firefighter, construction worker, software developer, mechanic, and accountant. Top 10 jobs men find attractive for women. Nurse, elementary school teacher, doctor, secretary, lawyer, dancer, middle school teacher, waitress, hairdresser, and receptionist. Yeah. I mean, there are other jobs for women to have that, you know. I mean, like some of these athletes, the ones of legal age, that these gymnasts, like the gymnast and all the other athletes and the basketball players that are winning golds and just like representing their country. I think that's hot. It is hot. Determination, drive. Mm-hmm. Three Ambition. Things, three things that Christine and I require in someone that was, so we'll find them hot because you and I are so much alike. I'm comfortable mm-hmm. saying this. Determination, drive, pulse. I knew you were going to say pulse. <laughs> I can't disagree at this point, though. Yeah, see? <laughs> Just a pulse. She'll go home with you. Don't worry about it. And make me laugh. Today's text question of the day, what's one thing you love about yourself and one thing you hate about yourself. Christine, you love the fact that you are just beautiful and young-looking, and people say, you're not 33. You you can't be. Yep. I like that I look young. But what do you hate about yourself? I doubt myself. Are you sure about that answer? Yeah, why? I was just with that. No, you're not in my head. Okay. <laughs> you don't want to be in my head sometimes. Do you understand what I... I'd love to be in your head just for five minutes, and then I'd probably have, need more therapy, but still. <laughs> uh, do you understand what I was just doing to her? Are you sure about that answer? And then she still didn't pick up on it? Yeah. Yeah. Your answer was second-guessing yourself. And then I was trying to get you to second-guess your answer. Yeah. But I didn't. She still doesn't get it. No, she doesn't get it okay. at all. Okay. Your text question of the day, you can text in her message via the app. It's a free download. Steve, what are we doing today for daddy tips? I am issuing a warning to all parents not to let your kiddo play in the car unsupervised. All right. Well, let's find out what's going on here. I'm Steve, and I'm a double daddy. I got tips, and hopefully they're not baddie. Hi, I'm Steve, and I'm a double daddy. And I've learned a lot of things over the past few years, and I want to pass along some of that knowledge to you. 
This week's first daddy tip is to try to record your kiddo singing their favorite pop songs because they will get most of the words wrong and it will be hilarious to play it back for them one day. Charlotte's new favorite song is Bad Habits by Ed Sheeran. Uh, yeah, Bad Habits are my favorite, favorite. And it is adorable when she sings it. Bad Habits. No, yeah. And of course, when I record her, she barely sings any of it. But still cute as heck, right? No, daddy. And if I keep getting these recordings, it will surely embarrass her in the future. I'm Steve, and I'm a daddy. The next day tip is to always pack way more diapers than you need when you take your baby out for the day. Yeah, why, daddy? Over the weekend, we took our kids and met up with some family for the day and ended up staying much longer than we anticipated. And of course, we ran out of diapers for our baby Izzy, and she had to wear a wet one the entire 45-minute car ride home. Uh-oh. Luckily for us, she didn't have a blowout, but the poor baby did have to sit in a wet diaper for longer than we would have liked. Oh, my God. So don't be like us and make sure you load up the diapers before you take a day trip just in case you stay a little bit longer than you think. I'm Steve, and I'm a... And the final day tip this week is to not let your kid play in your car unsupervised. This seems like a no-brainer, but my daughter Charlotte loves playing in the car. I'm driving. Beep, beep. She'll pretend to drive, <laughs> buckle her stuffed animals into the seat, or just listen to the radio. Well, I made the mistake of letting her play in the car while I was cleaning up in the garage, and she did something that is going to cost me. Uh-oh. She put some spare change that was sitting in the cup holder into the CD player, and now my radio's broken. I do me too. Sorry, sorry. I quickly learned my lesson and wanted to warn other parents to not let your kiddos play in the car without extreme supervision. No more music in my whip, I guess. I'm Steve, and I'm a daddy. And now it's time for an awesome dad joke. What did the digital clock say to the grandfather clock? Oh, Look, Grandpa, no hands. <laughs> Get it, because digital clocks don't have hands on He's a new <laughs> Hopefully these tips weren't really bad Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye, baby. You like that one. That oh, God. Did. That was one of my favorite dad jokes. Oh, say it again. God, say it again. <laughs> what did the uh, digital clock say to the grandfather clock? Now, this is where Christine probably instinctively wants to tell you the answer, even though she wants you to say the joke again. Don't right. say it. What Look, did Grandpa, say? no hands. <laughs> because the digital clock is digital. It doesn't have any uh, yeah. hands on the face yep. of the clock. That's, that that's, that's why, why the joke's funny. funny. Yeah, you good? <laughs> yeah, I'm good. All right. <laughs> Text or message or via Apple free download or an Apple store or Christina. I'm an Uber driver and will often bring my four year old son along with me. I admit a big perk of having him come with me is that I notice I get bigger tips from people. Some family members and friends have criticized me for doing this and say it's wrong because I'm using my son to make money. I really don't see what the big deal is. Not only am I making extra money, but he enjoys coming along and chatting with the passengers. I like having him there too. Am I wrong for doing this? Uh, what is going on via social media? Uh, so there are some people who are like, hey, I respect the hustle. I don't think you're doing anything wrong. But a lot of people have pointed something out that I didn't even think about, Fish. It, does that go against Uber's policy? To oh. have, yeah, like. Well, let's not report this member of the click of no, six. No, I definitely am. Yeah, we always keep you anonymous. Yeah, so you're, <laughs> you're safe, surely. <laughs> yeah, Shirley. Yeah. <laughs> Fake name. Fake name Shirley. Steve, what do you think? I think it's perfectly fine to do, especially if the if the kid didn't like it, or if it's like a way of basically not having a babysitter and just bringing your kid along in your job. Then I might have a little bit of an issue with mm-hmm. it. But I mean, if the kid likes it, then why not? So how old is it? Does it say four. how old? Four. The kid is four. 
Okay, there's another element that we're uh, ner- that you should be nervous about with this whole thing. Okay, uh, which is where is the kid sitting? I'm just assuming he's probably sitting in a car seat in the back, or maybe that's... they have a minivan and he's like in the way back. Oh, it could be in a minivan. You're oh, right, right. You right, don't yeah. know what kind of car. So I just assumed the kid was in front next to her. That's next no, to you her. can't do that. You can't do that. It's against the law. Yeah, I didn't mm-hmm. even. I didn't even think. What's the age for that? Uh, what is it like? It's, it's, well, or no, it, it kind of just depends on height and weight. So Charlotte will be out of her car seats right in the front seat in yeah. about a week. Charlotte's like <laughs> me. Yeah, I was like, I was allowed to drive the car when I was six based on my height and weight. So. <laughs> All right, so we have an Uber driver who's utilizing their kid. They're getting better tips with the kid in the car. But her friends uh, think, it's a sister with a brain, right? Yeah. A, her friends think she's kind of it's kind of sketchy and scammy. I mean, it's no different than these uh, Hollywood parents that have their kids that are stars or musicians or whatever. It's the same type of thing. I mean, they're their management, right? Utilizing your kid to make more money. Is it a little bit sketchy, scammy, Christine? Uh, I mean, I don't think it's the same as the Hollywood people. She's doing her job, and the kid is along there being cute, and it helps her get money. If the kid decides to make a career out of this, <laughs> maybe then <laughs> you could have a different conversation. I personally don't think there's anything wrong with using your kid for it, but again, the people on social media brought up Uber's policy, so I that, like that's it. where my thing comes into play but as a passenger i wouldn't care at all i would you would yeah hi 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 well it sounds like the passengers are enjoying him for the most part yeah i know i, I just think it'd be weird too and i guess it's also based on the hours i'm assuming it's more daytime hours because you know you oh i would assume you go to the daytime. bar you have a couple you're coming back you know you're driving home from downtown in an uber and uh hi yeah hi. no i don't think this woman i mean Come on. She wrote into us. I don't think she's that dumb <laughs> to <laughs> where she's going to Uber at night and take her four-year-old to pick yeah, up Yeah, I know. Uh, Midnight to 2 a.m. <laughs> that's the shift she does. Wake <laughs> up, kid. We're going Ubering. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be honest. Because what Christine's saying is you're highly, you're much more intelligent if you listen to this show yes. as a Absolutely. human. Absolutely. Is that what it is? We have no dumb members of the Click of Six. Zero. Or like <laughs> maybe, maybe we're not allowed to say the word dumb now. I don't know if it hurts people's feelings. Okay, so what do you think, Click of Six? Uber driver, sister with a brain mm-hmm. use uh shuttling her four-year around four-year-old around while she's doing an uber let's remove the uh concept that you're sitting next to a four-year-old in the back seat of an uber and hope it's a minivan or whatever yeah because is it what is it they say the minivan it's like two up front and four in the back right sure it's so can the kid in the minivan go in the way back you can go in the way back yeah okay i was just That's double legit. checking all right so you're safe with the old minivan message in text via the app whatever you want to do for this rando texto our text question of the day today is what's one thing you love about yourself and one thing you hate about yourself don't worry you're always anonymous and if you're going to send pictures of yourself complaining about your butt Send a picture of your butt, not your face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's we need, hard to, we need uh, evidence. No, it's, you can definitely tell the difference with this one. She's very pretty. Okay, nice way to hurt her feelings, Steve. <laughs> well, I didn't see the picture. All right, well, you should go Where's look the it picture? up. Is she pretty? It's in the app. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cute, huh? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. OMG. Rando text our message of the Apple free download on Apple Store, Christina. Here we go. I'm an Uber driver and will often bring my four-year-old son along with me. I admit a big perk, big perk of having him come with me is that I notice I get bigger tips from people. Some family members and friends have criticized me for doing this and say it's wrong because I'm using my son to make money. I really don't see what the big deal is. Not only am I making extra money, 
but he enjoys coming along and chatting with the passengers. I like having him there too. Am I wrong for doing this? So what I love about the Click of Six, and we call you the Click of Six, it's six people to listen to this show, is we have a wide variety of people that are randomly listening, right? Mm-hmm. And Bobby is one of them. Bobby's an Uber driver and messaged via the app, free download, and said, you're not allowed to bring your child uh, along to Uber. It's policy. I was an Uber driver, Bobby went on to say, just like you cannot carry a gun, not quite the same, but... It's policy. Policy. Yeah. Yeah. Policy is policy. So she is breaking the rules of the Uber, but no one's turned her in clearly yet because she doesn't mention that. No, I don't think she would tell us that if she was, if she got turned in. I mean, there's so many factors to this. Like, I'm sorry, like, there's probably a money thing involved. Daycare is not cheap. I've learned that from Steve. Mm -hmm. That being said, the other thing I've learned from Steve and kids and daycare and kids in general is that when the kid gets sick, it's easy to get the adult sick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the first year of Charlotte's baby Charlotte, who's now three, her daycare experience, I was sick every time Steve was sick. Pretty much. And it was annoying. That's so funny. So if I got some snot-nosed kids sitting in the Uber next to me in a baby seat blowing snot bubbles all over me, I'm going to be a little bit irritated. <laughs> I am. Whether it's a cute kid or not. I'm just, snot-nosed kid is I was just going with the snotty nose. Yeah. So now someone's going to get offended by that. I didn't even think about that whole angle, too, with the, there being a pandemic and still COVID going around. You could give your kid COVID just yeah, from sitting in the car with the passenger. There were some people who brought that up. That's a really good point. Yeah, I mean, is your kid going to be masked up every time somebody's in the car? Right. At four, will they keep the mask on? Yeah, will the mask even matter that much sitting in the car for that long with somebody? And then there's drama with people that are masked or anti-mask. I mean, you're, you're opening up a, a giant pandemic door. And not just with the pandemic. Uh, someone someone made a good point. I think it's wrong to bring him along, not because he's being used to make money, but because he's being put in danger every time a new person gets in that car. Nowadays, you never know who your next person will be and if they would harm that child. It's wrong. Oh, just plain wrong. <laughs> wow. Shame. 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 Yeah, I feel like uh, I feel like we need to change up here. Like, just say that. Here, read that text one more time for bottom, word for thing? word. Yeah, go ahead. I think it's wrong to bring him along, not because he's being used to make money, but because he's being put in a d- in danger every time a new person gets in that car. Nowadays, you never know who your next person will be and if they would harm that child. It's wrong. Just plain wrong. Was that more dramatic? Did that kind of sell it a little bit? Solid, okay. yeah. right. I think that's a great way to wrap it up. Let's peep what's totes trending. Totes trending. All right. So every day I come in and we organize the show and whatever. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this year, this year. And I wanted to talk about Frontier Airlines. And I'm like, I'm going to do that first right now. But I've changed my mind. I want to have a conversation real quick, if we can, before we talk about anything else about a seven-year-old. Okay. And I want you to think about people that you know that are... Maybe they're not necessarily bullies, but they're even bushy. Yeah. About whatever. And I want you to listen to this seven-year-old boy from Rhode Island. This was bullied, by the way. I'm big on the bullying thing because I was bullied as a Mm -hmm. kid. You know, fat, fat, fishy wallpaper and paint. By the way, my eyes are up here. I don't know why you keep looking down there. (laughs) The holes in your shirt are very distracting. (laughs) There are two holes in my shirt, but I I have my comfy clothes. It's interesting because they're right next to Okay, anyway, let's listen to this. Uh, I'm trying to talk about bullying and this very important message, and you're looking at my junk. (laughs) You wish. Actually, no, she was. Where are the holes in my shirt, Steve? Wow, they're real low. Waistline and lower. I didn't think anybody would see them because, you know, don't be looking at my junk. (laughs) 
Right? right. Yeah. I'd be concerned if your junk was right there, though. <laughs> Actually, you should be uh, thankful. Thank you very much. <laughs> All right, back okay, to bullying. Anyway, anyway. She's bullying me about my I know, junk right, right now. Okay, let's listen to this kid. He's great. I want you guys to know that believing in yourself is always the right thing to do. Everyone's different, and everybody's good in their own ways. I was drinking water and trying to hide my whole <laughs> Sorry, that was a little bit shorter than I remembered. Everyone is different. Everybody is great in their own ways. That's uh, Rowan Montgomery uh, inspiring others. Like, it's it's just his friend was bullied. He was bullied, and his friends mm. were bullied. And he's like, hey, just everybody's different in their own ways, so there's no need to bully them, right? And uh, and that whether it's their opinion or whatever, let them just have their opinion. America, okay? America. That, that makes me sad. It made me sad, too. That being said... Let's go to this one. So uh, Frontier Airline employees were forced to duct tape. Uh, they weren't forced to, by the way. They chose to duct tape a belligerent man to his seat after he groped groped two flight attendants. What? And punched another. Here's the incident with 22-year-old Maxwell that led him to being taped. You guys suck. My parents are worth $2 million damn dollars. So this kid is, his parents are worth more than $2 million. His parents are, uh, he's about to be worth a lot of money as well, by the way, because uh, the airline employees have been suspended. You cannot, they improperly handled the procedure, which sucks that they were put in the position anyway. Right. You cannot duct tape a passenger. No, but Frontier said that they're standing... Uh, by their employees. As they should. They had to suspend him because legally they're screwed. Yeah. They're going to have to, the guy's going to sue. He's, he's going to win money. I mean, he shouldn't. Can, can, can there be a case though because he groped nope. the flight attendants? Doesn't matter. Well, I she mean, could probably file an assault, assault charge. Assault, yeah. Yeah, sure. And they can do that. And then, the, but she's going to have to do it as the company because she was a company employee at the time. She can't personally file an assault charge, probably. Well, it, it depends sure, on the situation. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and then uh, the company's going to end up settling somehow because the guy, I mean, it sucks that they duct taped him. What they should do is he should be banned from airlines, all airlines he now, too. He should be banned from America. Yeah, I mean, I'm get out of here or just kick him out. Not even making a joke. Like, this guy's a boosh, okay? I'm not defending him by any means. He groped two employees and punched another. I mean, like, what are you thinking? However, in our wonderful country, he will probably settle out of court for three, four, five hundred thousand dollars and waiving all gropage charges. Most likely. We'll see. Steve, tell me I'm wrong. Go ahead. I wish I could. I really wish I could. They need to make a law, though, where you can duct tape passengers to their seats if, if they're, they're being if they're unruly. Like this, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or like, uh, what are those things back in the day, like when you would, uh, like in the 1800s and stuff, when you would go stay at your girlfriend's house and they, they sewed you in a bag? Huh? And your head what? was just out? Have you guys not seen that? This no. is real. America. Were you was allowed that... to go to your girlfriend's house in the 1800s? Well, that's what Is you that do. a thing? 1900s or whatever it was, you go into their home and you're spending the night because you rode your horse a hundred miles there or whatever because you've been, I don't know, carrier Are you courting them? You're c- courting? Courting. Okay, yeah, courting. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you're courting them. And, you, and, the, and the father and the mother, they sew you in the bag and your head's there out. But so you can't go make out with their daughter. Is this night. some kind of 
weird, like kinky stuff. I mean, this is the first time Fish visited Alicia's family. Yeah. <laughs> He's just telling yeah. a story. And, my, and the weird thing was, my mother-in-law was in the bag with me. I'm like, why are you here, Marcy? Shh, don't worry about it, Fish. I'm from Wisconsin. This is okay. Don't worry. <laughs> The weekend save your tears. Yeah, and this Friday he's coming out with a new song called um, Take My Breath, and it's going to be off his fifth album, which I'm not sure when it's going to be released yet, but apparently, because uh, he just did an interview with GQ, it's filled with party songs. Songs that uh, are sweaty, hard, and you're grinding on the girl or boy of your dream party records. Boom. Is okay, how it's put. I like it. <laughs> and he says as far as partying goes, The weekend has said, Hey, I don't party as much as I used to. Yeah, what he called it sober light. I, I'm sober light. <laughs> is what he called it because he drinks occasionally now, not like he used to, and he but he still smokes weed, so he's sober light. Sober light is the new term <laughs> they're trying to trend now. Still. Oh, I, I mean, sober I guess light. that's me then. You are sober light. Okay, let's uh, talk about this story out of uh, Stoughton, a town called Stoughton in Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. So in Stoughton, I want you to imagine, if you will, that you wake up, you have a home in this hypothetical, Christine. I know you live in an apartment, but you have a home. Okay. You wake up, you look outside of your back window into your beautiful yard, and all of a sudden, there it is. <gasps> it's the day after a storm, and you're like, how did it get there? It's, it's clearly from the storm, but it's huge. It's circular. It's sitting in the middle of my backyard. What are you, five feet tall? Yep. This thing looks like it's about three and a half feet tall, four feet tall. It's a giant, inflated... Hamster wheel. Beach ball. Oh. No, not hamster wheel. (laughs) So the guy goes on one of those neighborhood apps, and he says, hey, who's missing a giant beach ball? (laughs) Right? And Stoughton, the amazing town, Stoughton's such a fun town. Stoughton, the amazing town of Stoughton, takes this message and turns it into a mascot. (laughs) <laughs> for the town? <laughs> the town of Stoughton now has a giant beach ball since about July 21st or so as a mascot. As somebody mentioned there was a giant beach ball bouncing around, and from there, people started signing it and sending it on, rolling it to different streets. It's kind of like the, the pet. <laughs> well, I don't know. I think I'm signed on here someplace. My wife has. My dog has. Yeah, there's tons of autographs all over from people. There's uh, The beach ball got uh, sick. It, it got a hole. Somebody fixed oh, it, patched oh, it, good. signed the patch. The beach ball has, uh, there's photos of a doctor with its, That's you know, with so a stethoscope. That's so funny. Ball. <laughs> Are people passing the ball along? Well, no, he or is, is the ball like... monitor. He monitors the ball, oh, the gentleman okay. at the beginning. okay. I don't know if it was like sitting at like City Hall or if it's just in a park somewhere. They're talking. They're calling him Bolly. Aww. Uh, there's different names for the Giant Beach Ball, but they're talking about assigning it a, an official name, the Giant Beach Ball that ended up in somebody's yard after a giant storm in Wisconsin, right in Stoughton. Uh, anyway, they're thinking of call, uh, naming a park after it once they give it a name in Stoughton. I'm not joking. I mean, it's got to be Bolly McBallface. Yeah, that's... Uh, which <laughs> makes sense. Exactly. Uh-huh. I think that we need to submit that name in the, in, you know... I mean, then... The, the archives or the... Wherever they... Where, where, where would you... Maybe a website? In the Stoughton City Archives. Yeah, we should drive to Stoughton and then write that down and add that <laughs> on there. Uh, they're hoping to actually have uh, Bolly McBallface, we'll call this ball from now on, the giant beach ball in Stoughton. Uh, they are, they're hoping to have it. They do a the festival every year called Setnamai. They're hoping that it'll be still around in Setnamai. They're going to give it its own float in the parade. 
I think that's a brilliant idea. Yeah. I love. I mean, I got this giant beach ball just brought a whole community together. That's because we need joy right now. And what what really kills me is I'm like, God, I wonder what, if I could wake up and see something in my backyard. What would you want it to that be? That I could share with all my friends. Be careful here. But uh, what would <laughs> you're like all the people in my area? What would it be? And I'm like, I don't know. Like giant beach ball would be towards the top of my list. I this agree ball with is that. Huge. It is a giant beach ball. Steve, something be so fun. unique in your backyard like that? Mm, I mean, I'd just like to see like a buffet set up. Okay, what? that's like a bunch of food. Look <laughs> yeah. at the size just of this. just out of nowhere. Look at the size of that beach ball. That is a huge beach ball. It's saggy right there because it had a hole in it. Aw, poor to Saggy. Aw, no one yeah. likes the hole Saggy there. McSag ball is a terrible <laughs> <laughs> Yes, it is. For the beach ball. So uh, let's have a little conversation about the bathroom, shall we, Christine? Okay. Alicia gets annoyed a lot of the times because I'll uh, hide out in the bathroom, right? Uh, like, so you I can understand that. You're, you're on the phone or whatever. You're just sitting there. It's like you're in your your own little bubble, clearly. Mm-hmm. You close the door, and you're, you're safe, yep. right? Steve's wife busts his chops a lot, too, because you're in the bathroom a lot. Yeah, I mean, it's a good place to hide from the children. Yeah, I guess having kids, it even makes it, yeah, it's even a bigger one. But were you like that all the time? Uh, for the most part, yeah, I like to spend my time in my bathroom. How relax. many hours a day do you think you spend in the uh, bathroom? Uh, I don't know, probably close to 45 minutes. Okay, so less than an hour. Yeah. Me too. Christine, you, uh, bathroom, what, less than an hour? I mean, it does it, this doesn't involve showering, right? Sure. It just, no, not showering. Uh... Uh, yeah, probably around an hour. Okay. How long is the longest you've ever been in a bathroom when you just had to tinkle? <laughs> uh, I'm actually a little embarrassed because I've Why? definitely been on the toilet sitting there not doing anything, just killing time on the toilet on my phone. So longest doing... you've ever been in there having to tinkle, just to tinkle? Probably an hour. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, I. That's why I was like, I'm a little embarrassed. Yeah, for, most likely an hour. You and your this... butt go numb? Yeah. <laughs> or your uh, legs. Somehow yeah. I avoided hemorrhoids. <laughs> okay. Thanks so, for the update. So, so far, so good. Knock on wood. <laughs> so this guy and Christine have something in common. Uh, I found this uh, thread on Reddit. This woman was complaining about her husband. And Christine and this gentleman have super bladders. <laughs> okay. Okay. For example, she says her husband spends four hours a day Hiding in the bathroom. That's and she's a lot. Sick of it. She says he even takes 45 minutes to go pee pee sometimes. That's not possible. No. The whole thing came to a head, though, when they went to a restaurant together. And this is why I'm telling you this because if you get your chops busted by your significant other because you're in the bathroom too long, say at least you're not this guy. Okay. He goes to the bathroom after they ordered some dinner. And was still in there when their food came. In a restaurant? So, she ate alone, the food. Like, she waited. He's still there. She's like, ah, Bob in the bathroom again. Eats the food. Done with the food. And he still isn't out? Still isn't out. Oh, my gosh. Would you care for some dessert? Yeah, sure. Has a piece of cake or whatever she has. Still not out. (laughs) Paid... Half the bill for her husband. Oh my gosh. And then left without him. He's mad at her because she's not patient enough. uh, 
Yeah. I understand if you want to spend time in the bathroom at home, even though I think four hours a day is way too long. He's hiding. He's on his what phone. What are you but doing in a restaurant for that long? That, that's weird to me. Maybe he has a medical issue. He's not. Uh, he's embarrassed about. That he about. hasn't shared. Yeah. Well, they're married though, and he should share it now because they're I mean, clearly going to end up getting a divorce. I mean, right? I would. That's an issue. Her husband spends four hours a day in the bathroom, right? That's fine. But at least, always just say you're at least, honey, you think I'm bad. I literally, I will use this today. <laughs> like, this is one of those uh, hooking you up uh, from the old ginger ninja here uh, because I will use this today. I'll be like, you think I'm bad. This dude, four hours a day, they go to a restaurant, she eats pays half the bill, and leaves. And the dude was still in the bathroom. At least I'm not as bad as that guy, Christine. Yeah, no, that's that's too much. He definitely has the hemorrhoids. I don't know. Like, <laughs> Back to this? You don't just get the hemorrhoids by sitting on a toilet. But if he's on a toilet for four hours, he's got the roids. <laughs> oh, Christine knows. Yeah, Christine knows. <laughs> if anybody has experienced men in toilets and hemorrhoids, yes. it would be Christine. Don't exactly. doubt her knowledge. She went to college. The Olympics. So uh, there's a lot going on with the Olympics. Based on time constraints, we can't get deep into it. But I do think a couple things need to be pointed out. Point them out, Fish. Bruce Springsteen's daughter. She was. Uh, she's an equestrian. I saw this on... With, I almost said, unfortunately. Uh, but uh, Alicia was banging through all the uh, The events. horse stuff? Yeah, the horse stuff. And uh, she failed. What do you mean she failed? She failed the country. Oh, no. Bruce Springsteen's daughter has failed America. <sighs> no, she she was you know trying to get in. It's, it's not easy. And she dinked a jump when she was jumping. So she failed uh, in the equestrian. But the team's looking pretty good. And by the way, no one is talking about the fact that a woman from Germany... And I'm going to say, I hope I'm doing it right. The equestrian jumps. It's like the individual jumps as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A woman from Germany is the first ever female, because it's unisex competition. Men okay. and women both can ride the horses and the jumpies. Yeah. Is the first ever female to win a gold medal in history. Wow. Two days ago. Wow. And no one's talking about it. I'm like. I bet they're talking about it in Germany. Well, I don't care if they're not. I, they should be talking about it everywhere in the world. That's really cool. A woman. The women are killing it for the United States, by the way. Mm-hmm. But a woman, for the first time ever, women were like, since they started jumping in like 62 or 60 or whenever it was. Yeah. Uh, and But they, because it used to just be the men. Back in what Steve calls the good old days. <laughs> That's when his old-timey voice busts yeah, out. Yeah, fun fact, uh, when women first got allowed into the Olympics, like early 1900s, uh, they were allowed to do some track and field events, and they um, canceled the women's 800-meter dash or meter run because some of the women were winded after the run, and they were afraid for their health. Oh. So women weren't allowed to run the 800 wow. meter. Did you say the 800 meter? Which yeah. is funny because uh, a sister with a brain from the United States of America won gold in the women's 800 meter for the first time since 1968. I bet she was winded. Yeah, well, do you want to tell? I think we should listen to her. There has been a massive drought for the United States in the women's 800 meters at the Olympic Games. That drought is about to be over, or is it? Yes, it is. Trenton, New Jersey is an Olympic champion, and Raven Rogers comes storming home to grab bronze. I wasn't even really looking at the time. I kind of just wanted to run as strong as I am, you know, not 
uh, do anything different that I've been doing the whole season. So I wanted to just have the same attitude coming into this race, which was, you know, go out there, leave it all out there, and just try and get gold because that was the goal. Poor oh, lady. Poor lady yeah. was clearly winded in I that class. <laughs> she might collapse, but I cancel it. Somebody have her get herself a glass of water. That's Steve's old timey bet. That's an old bet. Yeah. Okay, so don't um, yeah. Sydney McLaughlin broke the world record in the women's four hundred meter hurdles. Broke the world record. Yeah, yeah. She she'll fix it eventually. No. Bad joke. <laughs> and here is your gold medal count. The United States not in first place. China! Thirty-two! Thirty-two gold medals! Ah ah ah! USA! Twenty-five! Twenty-five gold medals! Ah ah ah! Japan, 20, 20 gold medals, ah, ah, ah. Australia, 14, 14 gold medals, ah, ah. All right, there's your medal count for the Olympics. I, I'm telling you right now, if you don't have time to watch all the Olympics and you have the Peacock machine, the Peacock app, you need. I was telling Christine off the air, mm -hmm. you need to watch, they swear, so don't watch it with your kids, Snoop Dogg and Kevin Hart. They are hysterical, and Snoop is hysterical. Now, a lot are of, they only commentating the horse, the no, horse stuff? Doing, no, they just like some horse people were like, because Snoop was like, I don't even know why they need somebody on that horse. I know it's a bad Snoop. I used to do a good Snoop. Anyway, I don't even know why they need somebody on that horse. It looks like it could do it on its own. And Kevin Hart now is defending the horse people because <laughs> horse people are like, <laughs> they train years. That horse, this is a, Snoop said something about a horse doing a crip walk or whatever. That yeah. was so and funny. Kevin actually, the rest of that clip, Kevin Hart's like, the gentleman on the horse or the lady on the horse has to tap the horse to get it into crip mode. You can't just, the horse isn't just going to kick into it on its own. The horse rider is, these two, their commentary with each other is hysterical. And Snoop Dogg is great. But if you watch them on Peacock, they never look at the monitor. It's like the teleprompter is two feet away from the camera. <laughs> and it's so weird. Are I'm they like, looking at, at video? Is looking, that what they're looking at? So I'm looking directly at you right now, yeah. right? So now I'm going to move my head four inches. Is that about four inches? Yeah, you're not looking at me now. Yeah, but I'm going to talk to you right now. And it's yeah, like, it's yeah, weird. It's, it's, that's how it's, it's very awkward. That is weird. But you should check it out for your Olympic updates. There. Yeah, you'll use about a day later, so. We're about to do today's... Text question of the day. You can message him via the app. It's a free download in your app store. I'm pregnant. I'm sorry? <laughs> no, I'm not. What was that? Then why would you say such a thing? I didn't so... say it. Uh, it's a clip of my voice saying it. That doesn't, that, that doesn't make any sense. That doesn't make <laughs> I mean, you would have to have said I'm it at pregnant. some point. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. I don't even remember what story we were talking about. With that? Yeah. You were talking about your big pregnancy announcement. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's kick into today's text question of the day. You can message via the app. It's a text. It's a, it's an email that I post on social media. You know the drill, right? What's one thing about yourself that you love and one thing that you hate? So we answered earlier, Christine, yeah, you have doubts sometimes. Yep, I hate that, but I love that I look young. Yeah, she gets stopped all the time. Excuse me, do you know your, where your mommy and daddy are? <laughs> It's very odd. Is that an offer? Yeah. What? <laughs> what? Uh, I don't Wait, even know what, what? that means. Uh, look, at lack of workout motivation is it for me, and then making people laugh makes me happy. So, Steve, you have uh, the ability to procrastinate. That's yeah. your bad thing. Your good one is patience. Uh-huh, which are kind of almost the same thing. Exactly, which I thought was funny. But what do you, Click of Six, love about yourself, and what's one thing you love and one thing you hate? Remember the Click of Six said, I love my eyes. 
I dislike that I can't gain weight. Stupid overactive metabolism. I wouldn't wish this on anyone. Hey, there there are two sides to that coin. There is. There really is. I can't. You can't bust chops. I love my empathy for others, but I hate my self-esteem issues. Somebody said. It's a lot of great answers. I love my boobs, but I have anxiety though. Okay, that's not me. That's I don't love my boobs. No, I'm sorry. That's okay. I love my makeup skills. I hate my in- inability to say no. Oh, yeah. people pleaser. Yeah, I love those. Those are always fun. <laughs> I'm a people pleaser by nature, and I put myself in awkward situations. Yeah. Somebody else loves their witty humor, and they hate everything from the neck down. Aw, that's sad. Yeah. I love my I love my eyes, but I absolutely hate my body big time. Somebody else said, sarcasm and OCD is in there. Empathetic personality is a good thing that they hate and love. Oh, okay. I could see how that would be two-sided. Hamburger. I uh, use sarcasm as a defense. Is the thing that they love, mm-hmm. and the thing that they hate is that they use sarcasm as a defense because it gets them in trouble. <laughs> All right, top five is today for the text question of the day, Christine. What's one thing about yourself that you love, and one thing that you hate? I love my smile, but I can't stand my fear of heights. Somebody else said, "I love that I'm pretty blunt, but I also hate that as well." Uh, all love, no hate. Somebody else said they have. Aw. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we're looking at. Let's go to number three. What's one thing about yourself that you love and one thing that you hate? A member of the Click of Six wrote for the third in the top five-ish today. I hate my anxiety, but I love my thick thighs and pretty blue eyes. Yeah. <laughs> Number two, I love that I have gorgeous curves. I'm very pear-shaped. What I hate, though, is I'm 185 pounds. I feel like I look so fat and ugly and my chest area looks small. People often mistake me for a guy when my back is turned. Christine, she sent a photo. She did. She sent a photo for reference. She she knows that we like to do research. We do. It's for the show. Now you so were, she sent us a She a, sent a front shot. She did. And she's very cute, so I don't know where she's And her chest looked It didn't look manly. like a man, not at all. No. 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 But a, I asked her, I was like, Well, you say your body looks like a pear. Does your booty look like a peach? Yeah. And did she say anything back? She to didn't. Him? That's because she thinks it's Steve. <laughs> Steve. Who I ne- did respond. Definitely not Steve. Sorry. Yeah, yeah Steve. Whoa, whoa. People. It's so funny because Steve really doesn't have time to reply to all those. It's usually Christine and I. Mostly Christine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, Steve's name is used a lot. <laughs> is it? Yeah. Oh, I, I did not know that. Number one. All right. So number one, I chose this one because you guys know how like sometimes you'll meet somebody yeah. and then they tell you their they their life story without even asking. That's what happened with this number one. Text question of the day. What's one thing you love about yourself and one thing you hate? One of the greatest love I have had actually is the compassion for life. My love for others and making others laugh and be happy. Life is a short, such a short, short ride that I've always been determined to touch others' hearts and make a difference. What a quality person. Yeah. If I could put a smile on your face and enlighten your soul, even if we've never met, I feel like I have made a difference. I'm a healer, this person wrote, and have also wanted pretty sen- and have also wanted pretty sensual abs my whole life. <laughs> That's another issue though. So, I know there are uh, they are in there somewhere my abs that is. Don't make me uh, hate myself, but makes me feel guilty about never pursuing this thought and putting uh, sweets aside. I got I could identify. I guess somewhere sometimes it feels like such work to acquire such a feat, even though I'm not overweight. Huh. 
keeps going. I bought a stationary bike many, many years ago, and I was finally uh, made it out of the box. Oh, please. Can somebody come to my house and put it together for me? It's out of the box. Seems like once it's put together, then I might have to use it, though. Well, as I pour myself, they posted this on our social media. Yep. As I pour myself a nice sugary drink tonight, things will be okay, because once again, we always have tomorrow, don't we? <laughs> that is a very unique number one. Yeah. That's why. They're having a conversation with themselves. Essentially. Yeah. Welcome. You're welcome for the therapy from our show. Good Lord. So I'm looking at Mix957GR.com, and you're talking about some with an alligator? Would you catch the alligator if you saw it? Would I catch the alligator, Steve? I don't have alligator music, so I guess this will do. <laughs> Jaws, alligator, same difference, yeah. right? Same thing, same thing. Would you catch the alligator if you saw it, buddy? I mean, it depends on the size. If it was a little tiny guy, I might try my hand at it, but well, not a big one. Some guy from Stanton, which is in Montcalm County, so not too far from here, mm -hmm. uh, he was admiring a turtle in a sewage pond randomly. <laughs> I always go to the sewage ponds and go admire wildlife. So, so far, so far, best story ever. But go on. Uh, so as random. he was admiring the turtle, uh, a alligator comes through the woods and then uh, through the weeds and then slides into the pond. And he it took him a minute to realize what he's actually seeing because you know Michigan isn't known for our alligators. No, yeah. we're known for our sewage ponds. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm assuming he immediately dropped the turtle. He just, yeah. <laughs> That's audio. He him. dropped the turtle. The turtle dropped. And then he got a fishing rod and a net to capture the gator, which is when DNR came and they took it to a zoo in Birch Jana Run. wrote this, didn't she? Yeah. Okay, is this on Mix957GR.com? It absolutely is. However, we don't have audio of the turtle dropping. You don't oh. have that? <laughs> Somebody just dropped the turtle Yeah, better again. go with Jana and give her that audio. Yeah, there you go. One more drop for you, Steve. And this one's for my homies. <laughs> All right, have a great day. You ready to get funky? Have a good day at work. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Put your muffin down, get out of your car, and go to work. Now it's the Connie and Mitch show, all up in your face radio. Check out the dynamic duo. Good Shaka Connie, Shaka Connie, let me W Shaka Connie. Shaka Connie, that's all I wanna do. Wake up.